you've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hello, my name is Stefan Taylor and you are listening to My Mind Podcast for the 90th time, 90th time we have done show. So come, come in, sit down and let's have a very good show. Thank you. Hello, my name is Stephen Taylor Minambi. <laughs> Minambi, Stephen Taylor, yeah. No, it is. It is Stephen Taylor. And thank you for joining me on this episode of the My Mind Podcast, because it is the My Mind Podcast. And what do we talk about? Just stuff that's on my mind, because, you know, it's very self-indulgent. But, you know, cool. It's good. It's good. This is episode 90, nine zero. We have heaps to talk about. Maybe not, but, you know, we can. We can talk about lots of things. First of all, how are you? Good? Good. I'm very happy. I'm very happy with that. Yeah. Well, sometimes when you do speak to people, you are very forward. I know. I know it's just who you are, but maybe you can dial it back a little and not be as forward. Just be some forward. Yeah. Well, we'll work on it. See what happens. That can only not happen. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. So this week, it's been pretty crazy. I I just want to, I'm not like a, I'm not a fashion guy. My, my wife will tell you, I am horrible. I constantly mix, match my clothes. I don't really know what goes with what I used to think I was quite stylish, but then I realized I was just weird. (laughs) I always wear weird stuff, not weird as in like eccentric weird, just like not matching. Apparently you can't wear shorts with a pattern and a shirt with a pattern. I had no idea. I just thought it's all good. They're just, they're just things you put on. Surely it can't be. They're just clothes. Just wear clothes and it's all good. That's what I thought. Anyway, but evidently not. It's not like that. <laughs> you need to, you need to think about it a little bit more, which is, yeah, well, which is what you got to do. But anyway, it, it brings me to something that happened recently, which was the, the Paris fashion show. And, you know, like I said, not a fashion guy, but there's like, there was that, that Dojo cat. She was wearing all like sapphires. She like plastered her whole body with sapphires. And it kind of brings me to like, what is going on? And then apparently there was two people that wore the same outfit, like with the lion's head, the lion's head thing. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. I mean, I could look it up, but I don't want to, (laughs) but they're wearing like the same stuff and that's nuts, isn't it? That's crazy. I mean, how could you like, it, it just feels like something out of like a early 2000s, like high school movie where like two people wear the same thing. And then it's like, oh, it's like the popular girl. No, like the, the, the nerdy chick or like the least pop, the less popular person finds this awesome like outfit 
And then all the friends are like, damn, girl. <laughs> damn. That, that's some fire. <laughs> yeah, get that on. That's some, that's some damn hot stuff. I don't know why they're from the South. <laughs> but that, and then she's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm going to do that. And then they, they go there. And then the popular girls wearing the same outfit. It's like, ah, oh, she knew it. She knew you were going to wear that. So she wanted to like outwear you or whatever. You know, it felt like that. I'm sure it wasn't, but it definitely did feel like that. Or like in Bring It On, where they do the spirit fingers, and then one, uh, that one teacher is teaching like the same dance to all the students, and then yeah, the, to like different cheerleader squads, and then you know two of them end up doing it, and then they just do the same routine. Oh, epic, epic. Anyway, <laughs> that's like where that kind of yeah weird weird um culture kind of gets thrown in there the weird like body shaming culture uh 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 body shaming it's horrible it's so horrible how vain we are as a society or like not everyone obviously like the opinion I, I dare say the narrative well i do think the narrative has changed a fair bit since i was younger because it was all about like being larger wasn't really a thing no, it was a thing, but it wasn't like, you know, people are very much about body acceptance these days, where is when I was younger, it's all about, it was all about denim <laughs> and being thin or like dudes just being like jacked, and, you know, big and six packs and lean and stuff like that. And everyone had blonde tips. <laughs> I mean, we all had blonde tips. At one stage, there was a sea of people with blonde tips or bleached blonde hair because of like M&M, you know? That's just that's just what it was, being nostalgic and all that. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. It was a wild time to grow up in this weird transitional period of what do we do after the 90s? Like in the early 2000s, it was just such a strange time to be alive because like pop music was like running rampant and all the other kind of like hip hop was considered like a marketing pop machine and you know there was like gangster rap but it was more marketed towards it wasn't marketed in the same way it was in the 90s it wasn't a bit like obviously there were still like hard people in the industry or whatever but it wasn't being marketed that way it was just marketed as you know successful money women um you know rich i guess like wealth just instantly rich you know like that was the thing that was the that was the big thing it wasn't teaching like intergenerational wealth it was just like, I have one album, I am rich, <laughs> which, you know, doesn't necessarily work out for, for some people of the early 2000s and that. Like, you know, I don't know where Chingy is, but, you know, I actually think Chingy's probably doing all right because he was, he, was, he was pretty hot fire. Nelly, Nelly's still out there. He's still doing stuff. So, mm. but it was this weird transition of culture from going from like the, the, the cheeriness of, uh, I'm more speaking towards, the music side of things. I know this isn't a musical podcast and I don't try to be, it's an everything podcast. It's a, you know, I don't want to be labeled as a, as a musical podcast, but you know, it went from like the pop synth of the eighties uh, and like early nineties and then transitioned into like kind of alternative and then metal and like the grunge period. And then like there was still that offset of like where gangster rap was really coming into its stride, like West Coast. 
West Coast and East Coast stuff are like starting to like really, really pick up with like Tupac and Biggie and stuff. This is a cool lesson in like music, I guess, for you. And, and then in like the early 2000s, like it kind of stopped being because it, it stopped its rise. It was at its peak, you know? So it wasn't like, it wasn't building momentum. It already had the momentum. You know what I mean? Like it was, it had already, it's like a snowball. It's already turned into like this massive ball and it's at the bottom of the mountain. Now it's just living at the bottom of the mountain, like slowly moving forward, you know, because it already had all this momentum. So all these like rappers and stuff that were coming out, like Charmillionaire (laughs) and all these people, they were just getting like, it was, yeah, it was like instantly rich. And that's the way it seemed anyway, because I guess, a lot of record stupidies, a lot of record companies could kind of just identify with what the youth and demographic wanted at that time. And what we wanted was like more West Coast, East Coast rap and like an outcast as well. Like we wanted more rap from the South and Atlanta and stuff like that. And then in that, in that time period of like 2000, 2000 to like 2006 and seven, like yeah, I feel like that's when like indie music started to really come about. For me personally, like indie music, uh, let me just say, you know, let me preface this with throughout most of my youth, I have listened to like pop music, obviously, because it's just been around and, you know, other types of music and stuff. But for the for the most part in my kind of early teens and mid-teens, I listened to a lot of Johnny Cash and The Doors and like Motley Crue <laughs> because I I enjoyed them. I thought they were like cool, cool bands. Like, you know, they're my top three favorite bands, you know. Um, these days it's changed a little bit. Like Dropkick Murphys are in there, of course, and Lana Del Rey and like other artists and stuff. I'm, I'm like, I'm not restricted to top three bands, you know. I'm, I'm restricted. I've, you know, I've always said that Johnny Cash is my favorite artist, you know, 100%. And, and the, the Doors especially because because of Jim Morrison's poetry, I think like the way he is such a wordsmith and Ray Manzarek on the organ, the bass and, uh, and the piano, like just, just the way he could just control everything <laughs> just by sitting down there. And obviously he's not just sitting down there, but just sitting there playing the piano. Like it was just crazy. And the, the sound they got out, like if you listen to, there's a record called, uh, absolutely live with the doors and it goes from like the start and this is in like 1960 1969 or 1970 or something like that you know like this is after like um four of the seven out al- or five of the seven albums they brought out the doors were only around for like 1967 to like 1972 or something like that you know they weren't around for like this massive time but they brought out like five or six albums and like everything came out after because obviously like jim morrison died in the 70s and so they were just so hot man you know they were just like the one of the the best bands to like live on the face of the planet and the house announcer at the start of the, it's called Absolutely Live. You should definitely check it out. Absolutely Live, The Doors. And if you just play from the first song to the last song, it's a great, it's a great live album. I've listened to it most of my life. You know, I recently listened to it with, um, with a friend and it was just so cool. It was awesome. And so the house announcer is like trying to calm everybody down. It's like, hey, no way, man. The Doors aren't coming out, man. If you guys want to 
be loud and be aggressive. Like they're not going to come out. So what I need from you guys, I need you to sit there. And he's like from the West Coast. So he's like all chill and like hippy dippy and stuff. And he's like, all right. Now, hey, hey, come on, stop getting rowdy now. Come on, man. Come on. We all want this show to go on, man. Now I need you all to sit down. Otherwise, the doors aren't coming down. They're not coming out if you're not sitting down. Okay? Come on. And then <laughs> eventually they just start yelling and cheering. And you can just feel the atmosphere. And it's such a rare thing for that kind of atmosphere to be caught on like a CD or in a Spotify show, do you know what I mean? Like without visually seeing them, but that just the energy they have. And then he announces like the doors and all you hear, you hear clapping and cheering. And then you just hear, um, who's the drummer, John Bottom, just start laying down this fat drum beat to like, who do you love? Oh man, it is like the great, oh, it's cool. Because like the best thing about the doors is the buildups. And they just know how to bring a crowd up and then just like make them go nuts, eh? you know, and like bring them all the way back down quiet and then just build it back up. Oh, they're just masters. They were, they were masters at it. They're, unfortunately, they're all passed away now, but yeah. What a band. If there's one thing you need to do in your life, it's go check out the doors because Yeah. And Jim Morrison, like, he just seemed like such a cool dude. I think he was, like, voted as, like, sexiest man or whatever. But, you know, for sure, like, the guy's, like, because not only is he cool, <laughs> he looks cool, he sounds cool, he can sing, he can write. Like, he was, like, super into drugs. <laughs> what more do you want from a man? <laughs> no, but he was, yeah, he was, and he was so inspirational for me just to, start thinking about the world and start thinking about being like free, you know, have, that was my first kind of interaction with free thought was listening to how free Jim Morrison wanted to be. Like there's this song on the album called universal mind. And there's a, there's a part in it where he's saying that he's so alone and he can't, he just doesn't know what to do. And then he says, and then she came along with a suitcase and a song and he, his mind changes about everything and he gets drawn back into this girl and then he realizes that that's not what he wants. He wants to be a freedom man, you know? And yeah, he just had such a great way of writing, you know, because he like felt so, I guess in the song, he feels so alone and then he sees the woman and then he's like, that's what I want. And then goes and chases it. And then he realizes that he was happier alone. <laughs> you know? And he just like, then it's like, oh, I didn't want this. You know? What I, you know, my my true freedom is my true independence. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to not be, not be around or whatever, whatever the song's meant to be. It probably doesn't mean that, but that's like, you know, musical interpretation and and all that kind of stuff. That's what you kind of that's what you think about, I guess, you know, it, it gets you thinking any music that gets you thinking or questioning or trying to, you know, <laughs> question, I guess, uh, just, just changes your opinion. Like that's, that's good music. You know, anything that creates like a narrative in your head and gets you thinking about a positive or negative, 
then I guess that's what music is. That's what good music does. So <laughs> anyway, <laughs> on a full tangent, <laughs> the the way music in the nineties was kind of steamrolling popular culture. And then when pop came through, like real heavily marketed pop in the early two thousands, when that started to really come, like there were so many groups of, of like boy bands, girl bands, like there was so many. And there was like reality TV shows of like bringing, girls and boys together to create like new stars and it's such a crazy formula that you know obviously it works like we you know look at like one direction and nsync and backstreet boys and um um five i was a five guy i liked five the best and thinking about all those bands and then in like nowadays Excuse me. I had a pie and I don't think it's agreeing with me. <laughs> I had a lovely dinner last night and I had a pie this morning from this bakery and it was just a classic Vietnamese pie. Do you know what I mean? Like it was, you could taste the cheapness of the beef mince. <laughs> like it was, it was good. It was a good pie, but you just knew what didn't turn me off it was there was bacon and onion in it. And and that really didn't deter me from eating it. But what deterred me from eating it was the fact that the mince just tasted like... You ever have one-star mince? <laughs> it's like basically dog food. <laughs> That's like what I was experiencing. And I just didn't really enjoy that. But I ate it because I was hungry. Because hunger is the best seasoning. And it seasoned that one okay. Mm. <laughs> I suppose. Anyway, so with music in the 90s, uh, going back to the tangent, the the way, you know, they were using boy bands and girl bands to kind of market everything was it was the same way they were trying to bring rap groups together as well. And they were trying to get, they were trying to get everybody to play together because it was just the, the most amount of like, revenue i guess that they could you gotta remember this is pre-internet let's like internet was around but it wasn't a thing you know like to quote the great dominic toretto you can (laughs) find anything about anybody on the internet (laughs) and that's a quote from the year 2000 and 2001 where fast and the furious came out like that's how much we didn't know about the internet like you can do that these days, but it's a bit more of a process. But back then it was just like anything. You could find out anything of anybody on the internet. Like it was such an unknown <laughs> that people were just like, oh, you can do that. <laughs> you can find out anything about anybody on the internet. Huh. You know, and it's such an off the cuff line that nobody really thinks about it that much. But I think that's just such a crazy way. That that's how like the internet was viewed in like the early two thousands or like the two thousands. Like that's just yeah, I, I think it's nuts. Anyway, so <laughs> they were kind of using boy bands, and you can kind of see the formula repeat itself with bands like um, what's the big one today? Uh, BTS, the 
um, Bagtang Street Boys or whatever they're called. Uh, BTS. Remember they had the BTS hot sauce and stuff at, at Mickey D's. I was collecting it and I'm still collecting it. <laughs> but they keep bringing it back. It's not good if they bring it back, you know, like, yeah. I know what I have. It's good sauce. Anyway, so the the kind of boy band formula, it just really gets, it's like they wait a couple of years and then they bring out a boy band. <laughs> they wait for everything to settle down because it's always a new generation of uh, kids that are going to see and get exposed to this kind of style of music. It's always pop music. It's always pop music that it centers around because the the way pop pop doesn't just stand for popular music it stands for like what it does to your your heart rate and stuff and like there's this weird uh beat within pop music that kind of resonates and syncs with your your heart beat a lot so it makes you feel like comfortable like a lot of stuff like a lot of nine inch nails stuff and um, the Doors and like, you know, some heavy, some other heavy metal bands and, you know, punk rock bands, they're always like on the offbeat or doubling, doubling in the one beat because it doesn't sync with you and it makes you feel uncomfortable. But for some people that living in that uncomfortableness, like creates comfort, I suppose, you know, so that makes it like good music <laughs> that makes it cool you know that makes it awesome but with pop music because it like instantly syncs with you and yeah you you enjoy it it's yeah it's it's like these little marketing ploys that they throw at you you know i can't remember what the beat is but it's probably like i don't know 90 beats a minute like what's the average rest what's the average heart rate like 85 to like like 60 to 85 you know like a lot of pop music is probably sitting around that that uh kind of beat per minute mm, bpm <laughs> yeah so that's what i know about pop music that's what i know about music in the early 2000s yeah we had heaps to talk about how about that yeah actually going back to the fashion stuff remember when lady gaga wore that meat suit <laughs> that was nuts that was crazy so i just sip my cafe mm. So all of you interested in in merchandise, I have some merchandise that I've started to like bring out slowly. I did like some, because we're like testing the waters of e-commerce. Remember I spoke about this last time on the show. We're just trying to see what, you know, because you see all these little like YouTube shorts like, hey, this is for my broken, this is for my, this is how to make money for the broken lazy people you know, like, and they, they say, oh, you can go to this website, this website, and it'll do all of it for you. Just write your name down. So I've been trying a few and there's one where you can sign up to translate words to audio. And it's absolutely, I'm not going to say it's like, it's not real, but it, I'm on like a waiting list. So I have to wait. I'll just check my emails now just on the fly because this is really good podcasting. I'll just double check. I have received zero email besides that I am in a waiting list for it. Yes, I haven't got anything. Sorry, just check my emails. I haven't received anything as far as payment or, or whatever or what I need to do to get paid stuff like that so i would mark that one down as a maybe 
and there's another one where it's it's to do with Etsy. And this is what I'm doing. I think this I think this is going to be the one that creates a bit of money. So I'm going to put a sale up. I'm going to do 50% off on all the stuff I've done. And you know, if you want to buy a, a my mind podcast hat, go for it. I, I did trucker caps because I hate trucker caps. <laughs> I hate them, but I think they're cool. I wish I could have um, wore more trucker hats back in the day, but I think I only had two, if I'm honest. Yeah, which is not a lot. It's not a lot. It's not a lot of hats, you know? So it's all good. It's all good. It's not a lot of hats, but it's all good. So I'll leave the link in this episode description if you want to check it out. and and do it. So, we've made it. We made it to the end of the show. As we always do at every show, we end the show. (laughs) So, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's listened. I really appreciate it. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but I really do. I really do enjoy everything that i do on the show i think it's great i think the you know the the fan base and and all you guys i I think yeah i think it's awesome i think you guys help me to produce more stuff and get better and i and i I really enjoy it eh? i I really like doing the show and um this isn't a i'm gonna stop but if you've been enjoying the show and you want to find more of the show and where you can, you can go to the My Mind Instagram, which is M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T, M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T. You can go to the Instagram page and follow the journey there. And you can also go to the YouTube page, which is of the same name, M-Y-M-N-D-P-D-C-S-T and the twitter as well i don't do much on twitter but it's there because i haven't worked it out (laughs) i'm trying but it's okay you can go to there you can go to twitter which is mymndpdcst you can go to my mind podcast i like the no vows it was the only way i could do it i'm trying to do a ticky tock but i just can't work it out because it's just not my generation to work out tiktok so i'm trying so you're just gonna have to bear with me i'm trying to do youtube shorts i figure if i just do a youtube short and then just put it on tiktok i don't have to do tiktok because i don't want to do the tiki toki dances i'm not a dance guy i'm a boogie guy you know ice cube said it best you know gangsters don't dance they boogie (laughs) anyway you can also go and check out the the awesome the absolutely incredible Marchetti family values like if you if you're a fan of shows like the sopranos the wire then you really need to go and check out the the Marchetti family values on the patreon page like really it's it's three dollars and it's so that's really cheap man eh? you know it's one two three dollars that's it per month you know and you get access to every single episode and you'll love it I reckon you'll love it. You, you go and tell me who your favorite character is. Personally, I like. I'm a. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Giovanni guy because <laughs> he's my favorite. So you know, go check it out. Uh, I'd be really interested to see. Uh, you know, really interested to see what, what you guys like and, and what you guys have been feeling. So go go sign up. You know, it'd be awesome. 
I'll leave the links in the description and all that good stuff. But thank you for joining me and have a good day.